Welcome back into Bearcat Rewind. Things a little bit quieter on the Northwest Missouri State campus this week. The spring semester winding down. We've got finals this week, and then students able to go home and find internships, do whatever they're going to do, work throughout the summer before coming back to the fall. But not everyone is going to be done just yet as we wrap up this finals. We've got Northwest Missouri State Golf that will get rolling with the Central Region Championships May 8th through the 10th. That's going to be up in Larchwood, Iowa, hosted by Augustana. And Northwest Missouri State is going to have a representative there in Paige Hoffman. Hoffman, the MIAA individual champion last week, she came away with just the second conference title ever in Northwest Missouri State golf history as she finished eight over par, held on and won by just one stroke. So Hoffman earned a berth into the Central Region Championships. If she performs well, I'll have a chance to move on to the National Championships. But first, got to take care of business up in Larchwood, Iowa this upcoming week. So Paige, to be in this setting, to be in this spot, this is kind of where you game plan and, and you hope for when the season starts and everything, when you guys first get going in the fall. But now to be sitting here with classes winding down, finals this week, knowing next week you have that chance to keep on playing. How special is this moment right now? It's extremely special. I've said to my teammates all week, I can't really believe I'm in this situation. I know I've had a good year, and you just never know how things are going to shake out and how they do regional rankings and where you're going to be sitting at the end. So you just work as hard as you can throughout the year. But it's been unbelievable, and I'm so excited about it. Well, it's been a really solid year, and across the board, I think 10 of 11 tournaments, you had top 10 finishes and, and um getting that tournament win um, at the MIAA's special. But did it feel like you had some momentum going in of, boy, a couple breaks here or there on some different holes, you'd have a few more tournament victories. Did it feel like you were kind of due as you headed into the MIAA's? It definitely felt like I was close to breaking through in a couple tournaments uh, this spring, especially in St. Joe and Wayne, which were smaller fields. So I think that was part of it too. But I, I knew I was contending, which was different for me. Um, and then we, the MIAA, we played that course two weeks ago, so you knew exactly what to prepare for going into it. I never thought I would win. I was surprised when I got first team all-conference because I just don't pay attention to what anyone else is doing, so everything comes as a surprise. But you string three days together at the right time, and it works out. I had a buddy on Twitter just randomly pose this question the other day, and it kind of made me think a little bit, but he's like, do you believe that momentum in sports is a real thing? Like, can, can things carry over from day to day or from game to game, match to match? Do you believe in momentum? And did you feel like you went into the MIAAs with a full head of steam and that just kind of kept rolling, especially a three-stroke lead heading into that final round? I definitely do believe in momentum. I think in golf it's a big thing of um, – mental momentum more than maybe playing and how you feel and if you can keep yourself feeling good then that's really where you're going to generate momentum and generate results from that um obviously it's golf and anything can happen on a given day but i do think when you're playing well you're feeling good you generally play better just because of the mental side of it and so that's how you build momentum in golf we look at those miaa championships and what tied for first at the end of day one and you get to grab a three-stroke lead heading into the final round. What was your thought process? How did you feel kind of going in? Um, did you look at the board much to kind of see who was behind you and how that was shaking out, or was there any thought of that at all? There was lots of thought of that, um, but it was more I accidentally saw the leaderboard after day one and decided I did not want to see it after day two. I accidentally opened up Instagram and saw my face on Bearcat Sports, so I closed out Instagram, I closed out Twitter, I did not look at anything 
all night or into the next morning, I told my teammates, you have to tell me how the team did today and what our tee times are for tomorrow because I'm not looking at golf stat. I don't want to know. Um, was mainly because I knew all, all I could affect was how I was going to play. And it was honestly a little wig that, like, the first day goes well, and you're like, oh, that's nice. I had a good round. But then the second day goes well, and you're all kind of like, okay, crap. Like, we're in a good <laughs> situation here, and you don't, then you don't want to mess it up. So my team was all really great about it. It was, like Lathan said, it was like pitching a perfect game. No one talked about it, and we just went on like, like I wasn't leading the tournament by three, which is exactly what I needed. So are you a little bit superstitious in that way? Or, or is it a matter of just it would be on your mind too much and take your focus away from where it should be? Yeah, it's more on my mind. And I know if I – I knew I was probably leading the tournament. I did not think it was by three. And if I had known that I had a three-stroke lead, I would have been like, okay, this is your thing to lose now. And that would have made me even more nervous than I was already. Um, so that's – it's not really a superstition as well as – as much as I know that's what's worked for me in the past, so that's what I continue to do. There was a lot of shakeup two through ten behind you. You kind of stayed on top, of course, all three rounds. When you wrapped up round three, and of course your tee time was a little bit earlier. So there's still a lot of golf being played out there. Is that nerve-wracking? Did you, did you immediately jump in to kind of see what the competition's doing? Did you try to step away for a little bit, let things play out, then maybe go to 18 and see how it goes? I honestly, when I finished the round, thought I had a solid day, but I probably wasn't leading the tournament anymore. I didn't think 77 would be good enough. Um, so I was kind of confused when everyone was, like, giving me hugs when I finished. And, like, AP was like, do you want the good news or the bad news? And he's like, there might be a playoff. And so I was like, oh, so I'm still in this is kind of where the mental game went. Um, and obviously the girl who I was potentially playing off against was an hour and a half behind me. So there was some time where we just sat um, – Lathan, our uh, graduate assistant, and Lauren Wood, one of my teammates, stayed with me, and we kind of just chatted, and I don't know, I freaked out for like an hour, and then I was like, I should probably go hit range balls, and I was hitting range balls, and I could see the girl coming up 17, and I did not watch what she did, because I didn't want to know, but my dad and Lathan were on the range with me, and she hit a bad wedge shot, I guess, and they turned around like the same way at the same time, so then I kind of knew something was up, but wasn't sure. I was on the putting green when she finished 18, and she missed a long putt for birdie, and I just looked at my dad, and he gave me a thumbs up. So then I knew she'd bogeyed 17 and that I had won it. But, yeah, that hour and a half in between was rough. I was excited to eat after my round because I'd been so nervous I couldn't eat. And then AP told me there might be a playoff, and I was like, uh, guess we're not eating yet. So <laughs> the meal after the round was really good. <laughs> yeah, stomach tied up in knots there for a bit. Yeah. yeah. Today's podcast is brought to you by the Northwest Foundation, providing support for the Northwest Alumni Association and the university's funding needs since 1971. More information is available on Facebook or online at nwmissouri.edu slash foundation. And Clorinda Regional Health Center, offering support to Southwest Iowa and Northwest Missouri each day during times of uncertainty through a local team of providers and nurses. More information at clorindahealth.com. Now back to this week's interview. Is it emotional or is it a sigh of relief whenever, all right, I've finally won, I've come out on top. And you kind of know, too, at that point, you've done enough that you're going to be going on to the regional, too. Yeah, it was definitely emotional. The best part of the day was, so I'm not a big crier, and I, I did not cry throughout the whole thing. But when I found out I won, my three of my teammates came down the hill to congratulate me, and they were all crying. And just seeing how much, how proud they were of me and how happy they were for me, just made my day and that was what made me the most emotional was just seeing them um you never expect to win I've I've won before I've been fortunate but you never expect it to happen again so having 
winning a conference championship is surreal to me, and that that was very emotional. Just this whole week, I've just kind of been on a high from it. <laughs> so you come in; it's your second year at Northwest. You transferred into the program. You, you knew your teammates. You knew what you're getting into. You knew that'd be a good situation. But the support that you've received throughout from those teammates has that kind of gone beyond what you expected? Yeah, it has gone way beyond what I expected. We just had a team gathering last night, and I sent him a text at the end of it, and I just said, thank you for making this the best year of my life. I was not in the best mental state last year, and they, they have totally like changed my life on and off the course with their support. So I cannot thank them enough, and I've told them um, all my success individually that I've had this year would not be possible without each and one of them. And our GA Lathan Croy has really been good for that too. It's been a whole group effort, and I cannot thank them enough for all they've done. And I told them they will always have a special place in my heart for like the growth they've helped me have this year. Now you head on to the regional championships, which is very special. You're going as an individual, but regardless if the rest of your teammates are able to, to come, of course we're wrapping up school and finals with this week. But just kind of knowing that they're going to be right there with you in your back pockets and your texts, all that. I mean. It's an individual accomplishment right now, but at the same time, it's like everybody's backing you and making this happen. Yeah, for sure. And I'm, I'm so grateful for that. And I know they'll be, if they're not there in person, they will be refreshing golf stat like crazy. The, our teammates who weren't there at the conference um, tournament were telling me, they're like, my thumb was sore from refreshing golf stat so much. I was so nervous for you. So just knowing that every time you like put in your score on your phone, that you're sending it out to loved ones who are rooting for you really means a lot. Well, as you shift your focus now to, to head up to Larchwood, Iowa, for the regional, this is a place you played at in October and, and you know well. What are the expectations? What are the feelings? Or is it kind of house money and just going to go have fun and see how it plays out? I think I play my best golf when I'm able to just relax and have fun. I'm not um, – I am a competitive person. I realized that at the MIAA when I was like – there was going to be a playoff. I was like, oh, I do want to win this. But um, if I can get myself to relax and just have fun, that will be the best result. I'm – a little bit nervous just because I know it's a cool thing to do, but we're trying to just look at it as like the cherry on top of a good season. Now you mentioned there putting a little bit at the range and Lathan and your dad there with you and at the MIAAs. Give us some background of how you got into golf and how special this is to just the relationship between yourself and your dad to have this bond to be able to play and really grow. Yeah, my dad got me into the game. Um, he never pressured me into the game. So my dad played high school golf in Omaha. His dad was a high school golf coach for 30 years. So it's a big part of his family. Um, when I was like five, he was trying to work on his swing in the winter, and he would just ask me if I wanted to come along. And every time I went, I got M&Ms. So I kept going. Um, so I learned to play golf inside. I played golf inside for like two years before I ever went on a golf course. Um, and then when I did get on a golf course, my dad said, you can play as many holes as you can walk. So we would play two holes if I could walk two, five, and then gradually got up to 18. But I saw the hatred of golf carts today because of that, because um, he never let me use one. So, But it's always been something my dad and I have done together. My mom will come out occasionally. She says she's retired now, but she still comes out. She's pretty good. She says she sucks, but she doesn't. Um, so that's... That's really what the game is to me. It's relationships and family, and that's all from my dad. So it was special to have that moment with him um, last Wednesday at the MIAA. Did he give you M&Ms after you won the conference? 
I did get ice cream when I went home this weekend that had M&Ms in it. Um, we call him a Daddy McFlurry. He, he's made those for me ever since I was little. It's just like an M&M McFlurry from McDonald's, but he makes it at home, and that was special. <laughs> Always makes it a little bit better when it's made at home like that. Um, last one for you, too. It's finals week. Give me your major, your minor, all that, and, uh, and what's the toughest final you have this week? I'm studying data science with a business focus. Uh, the toughest final I have is database systems, and that's tomorrow at 7.30 a.m., so we have some studying to do. But <laughs> I See, I can tell right there that sounds very difficult, and that's why I'm in radio and not, you know, into data science and golfing and, and all that. So, Paige, thanks so much for the time, and, and uh, congratulations on everything so far. I'm looking forward to another great regional coming up. Thanks. I'm looking forward to it. Well, thanks again to Paige Hoffman for joining us here on Bearcat Rewind. It's been a terrific season from the fall all the way through the spring. Now, after winning the MIAA just the second time in program history, she'll have a chance to represent the Bearcats in the NCAA Central Region Championships. This will be up in Larchwood, Iowa. It's the same course that back on October 9th, the Bearcats played in with the Augustana Fall Invitational. And during that time, she tied for fifth individually in that tournament. So she's got some experience. Hopefully that pays off. And hopefully Hoffman can go up and put on a good showing. But regardless, it's been a tremendous season for Northwest Missouri State Golf and Paige Hoffman. Thanks so much for joining us. Please subscribe, rate, review the podcast. Hope you enjoyed this one. More coming up next week as we plan to sit down with Northwest Missouri State Baseball's Ryan Koski. Thanks again for listening. I'm Matt Tritton. We'll talk to you again next week.